Who would win in a fight? The Scarlet Witch or literally any other superhero? I mean... Or, or even all of them at the same time. <laughs> I mean, this is tough to say because the Scarlet Witch literally beat all the other superheroes at the same time. <laughs> when she, like, reset the entire universe, she retconned everything. <laughs> so, Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> and also, she removed everyone's powers. <laughs> She's the reason Jubilee doesn't have any powers anymore, stupid friggin' Scarlet Witch. No, now Jubilee Jubilee's has to be a vampire. A vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk did the same thing, where he beat all the other superheroes at the same time. Yeah. So who wins, Wanda or Hulk? If we're looking at the cinematic universe, she won in Age of Ultron pretty Whoa. easily against yeah. Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that wasn't like enraged Hulk, right? Like, No, she, she enraged him on purpose. Oh, no. <laughs> she right. turned him into super enraged Hulk. But like, don't you remember the sun was getting real low? <laughs> so he wasn't yeah, that yeah, enraged. I remember that part. <laughs> I only remember that part because I just watched it. I remembered almost nothing about that movie. There's like a fun little party where everyone tries to lift Thor's hammer and then a lot of like <laughs> remixes of songs from Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was the best part of Age that of Ultron. Is the best part. Was the Hands trailer. Down. As is often the case, the best part of many movies is the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> the Force Awakens. No strings Age of Ultron. on me. <laughs> God, no strings to hold me. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh. People didn't I like mean, that trailer. Oh my gosh, that was an amazing trailer. Best thing that came out of that movie. Wait, wait, wait. I have one for you. Who would win in a fight? Ash from Evil Dead or Deadite Doctor Strange? Oh, uh, Deadite Doctor Strange. Well, I I no, that can't be. Ash <laughs> from Ash Evil Dead. Do? All he does he, is beat Deadites. I mean, yeah, but not like super magical sorcerer ones. Well, sometimes. No. So Ash usually, at least in Ash vs. the Evil Dead, the show, he usually has to get help from more from powerful other, things. Yeah, or other find, sorcerers like, or other artifacts. artifacts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Doctor Strange. What's he going to do to Ash? I mean, he might like enchant Ash's hand and turn it evil. But Ash already knows how to deal with that. You just chop it yeah. off and get a chainsaw arm. I mean, <laughs> or come just on. wait for three weeks until it well, stops. Well, that too. <laughs> that, that could be one way of dealing with it. Apparently, um, no. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I gotta say, hail to the king, baby. I think Ash would win. Hello and welcome to the popcorn isn't real. I'm Life Herrick. I'm Leif Herrick. Oh, Leif Herrick. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Leif This Herrick. is the podcast where we talk about fan theories. And today we're covering, I think, uh, what you might call a big one because it's from a big universe. We haven't done a lot of things from like the big IPs like Star Wars or Marvel. Well, I don't know what the other one is. Well, we did a lot of Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had a dream last night that I was at Hogwarts and one of my classmates was not Rufio from Hook, but the guy who plays him, <laughs> the actor. Wow. So the actor who plays Rufio from Hook, but still dressed up as Rufio <laughs> from well, Hook. I mean, to be fair, I can't imagine him any other way. I know, oh. I can't either. So. Wow, dude, you're dreaming anyway, about Dante Bosco. He was just talking to me and he was like, yeah, yeah, like, I just like to dress up like this sometimes, <laughs> you know? This is how people know me. Wow. 
I had a dream where I was at Hogwarts once and there was like a megalodon shark that was loose in the lake and was terrorizing the castle. Oh, no. We realized that like the only way to beat it was with some enchanted melody. And then we came up with this solution. We were like, we're going to record the song and, you know, play it on like a a big boom box and we'll just throw that boom box in the shark's mouth. And so that's what we did. And the shark ate the boom box and then it went underwater. And then we could hear. I know how this goes. We could hear bubbling. (laughs) We could hear music. And then suddenly the shark burst out and it opened its mouth and it started singing. And it was going, hey, now you're an all shark. Get your shark on. Go play. (laughs) It was so good. That's exactly what a shark would do. (laughs) I mean, of course it was singing. It had a boom box in its stomach, right? Like it couldn't help it. Man, that no, was it's an a all singing shark. shark. <laughs> it's an all Whoa. shark. And that might sound like nothing having to do with the Marvel Universe, but we are going to talk a lot about dreams today. Wait, well, what are we talking about? We're talking about like what? Uh, uh, Endgame? Uh, Infinity War? No, we're not going to cover any of the popular movies. <laughs> <laughs> we are covering Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Directed by my friend, Sam Raimi. Whoa! Dude, you used to work for him. I know, I used to work for Sam Raimi, and uh, he's a great guy. If you know anything about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, there's going to be a spoiler. So if you haven't seen it, there is a spoiler at the very beginning of this movie. You have to watch like 10 minutes in. (laughs) So just warning you. So Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is about Doctor Strange fighting the irredeemably evil scarlet witch yeah, he's wanda. wanda she's the main bad guy <laughs> and, that's the big twist for this movie which hits you like right away and wanda is a powerhouse possibly one of the most powerful no not possibly the most powerful villain they've ever faced in the entire marvel cinematic universe i right. think I uh, mean, including thanos yeah <laughs> and doctor strange fights her alone without any avengers my theory is that that is not true the Scarlet Witch is not that powerful. She has what? powers. Wait, are you saying that like in her dreams, <laughs> she would be that powerful? <laughs> I'm saying that Wanda's power in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and this theory only applies to the cinematic universe, not the comic book universe or anything else. Okay. I'm saying that her primary power has always been to affect people's minds and exploit their fears. My theory is that the entirety of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is his worst nightmare that is being given to him by the Scarlet Witch messing with his mind. So you think this is all Doctor Strange's nightmare? It's just a bad dream? Yes, I believe the whole movie is a bad dream. How come there was no big reveal at the end where he wakes up and it was all a dream? (laughs) Well, I don't believe... That he wakes up. And I mm. think that's intentional. Okay. <laughs> so That's weird. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So this movie's even more tragic than it actually was. Well, wait, let, I want to ask you, how do you feel about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Do you like it? Do you yeah, hate it? Lots of, that's it's very question. divisive. <laughs> it's a very divisive so, movie. Having just watched it for the second time, I think I actually like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I do too. The first time I watched it, it was certainly off-putting just because yeah, of there's some a of lot the of choices they make with it. overpowered Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. In some ways, I feel like it was just a, like a middle finger to the fans. I had very mixed feelings about it when I first saw it. And I tend to agree with you. Having seen it again, a lot of my 
negative feelings are a little more dulled and my positive feelings, I think, shine through. So I think I like it. (laughs) Sam Raimi made a very cool superhero horror film. Mm -hmm. And that's not something we've seen a lot of before. Yeah. And it's, 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 yeah, it's like a, a superhero slasher film. And Wanda's the slasher and she's unstoppable. And they're just spending the whole movie running away from Wanda as More she less, slowly, yeah. you know, catches up with them until Doctor Strange learns how to be just as scary as her. Well, yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate that they took the chance on it. And it's too bad they'll never do it again. <laughs> They, but yeah, they gave Sam Raimi way more like yeah, artistic freedom than Sony did when he made the the Spider Man films. So, which is weird because he hadn't hasn't had a hit in how long? Why don't you go to and Sam Raimi and be like, you Spider-Man can do whatever was, you want. He was Take the out only popular hit. characters we have left and kill them, just crap all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah just dude, kill, kill them, kill them all. Get out, get them out of here. We don't want Wanda anymore. <laughs> I completely understand people not liking it. And, you know, I don't think I would go to bat to, like, defend it very hard. (laughs) Just because, like, there are certainly things that you might hate about this movie if you're, like, a Wanda fan or a Doctor Strange fan or um, an Xavier fan or (laughs) a Captain Marvel fan or a Mr. Fantastic fan or (laughs) a Captain America fan. Yeah, I mean... Even an America Chavez fan. Right. Lucky for me, I'm not particularly a fan of any of those characters except for Xavier. Yeah. So he's the and one yet, who really hurt. I still kind of hated it <laughs> when I first watched it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not I know. even liking any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I love about this movie, and I always loved about this movie, is my own interpretation. I truly believe that Sam Raimi had an incredible grasp on the character of Doctor Strange. He caught on to the key character trait of Doctor Strange, which is that he makes rash, impulsive, far-reaching, bad decisions to deal with his problems. And the consequences of those decisions are always incredibly bad. (laughs) And that's Doctor Strange's character. Peter's life. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so let's let's go through this. He was like, hey, um, I broke my hands. What should I do about this? Oh, I know. I will journey across the world and switch religions and become a wizard. <laughs> like that was his solution. Yeah. He's like, I won't just, That's you know, retire as like a very rich doctor. I'm going to become a wizard. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Up next, he was like, I need to stop Thanos. How can I stop Thanos? Well, I have this stone that can turn back time. I'll give it to him. <laughs> I will give this to Thanos <laughs> and I'll let him snap out life. half of existence. That'll do it. <laughs> Pretty bad decision. Um, not the best way to deal with his problems. And far-reaching consequences, not just for the universe, but on a meta level for <laughs> Marvel itself yes. is still having problems, I think, with that decision. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that this movie calls it out so much where so many people are like, are you sure you had to do that, Doctor Strange? (laughs) Wasn't there some (laughs) other way? And then he immediately goes to another universe where there was another way. They easily beat Thanos without giving him the the time stone. (laughs) He was completely wrong. (laughs) There were so many ways. (laughs) Oh, geez. They could have just fought Thanos and beat him. Like, I mean, Iron Man and Mantis alone almost beat Thanos if Peter yeah. Quill hadn't saved him, I mean, jeez. <laughs> I know. <sighs> but I, I, I hate to give Peter too hard of a rap there because 
because he's Doctor stupid. Strange could have beat him alone. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason Doctor Strange could not have beaten Thanos mm-hmm. without anyone's help. It's ridiculous that he was just chilling there doing nothing. All he had to do was open one <laughs> sling ring portal and put it around <laughs> Thanos' arm and close it. Yes. <laughs> At the very beginning of that movie, it's set up in that movie, not even a different one. They show that you can use those portals to that Doctor Strange uses arms. all the time to <laughs> chop off arms of really big things. They're yeah, about Thanos sized. Things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. yet, when they get to the end there, they're like, we gotta get it off his arm. And Doctor Strange is literally He's floating just there, just there. staring at his arm, like, what could, like, what I, could I do, I do? to help? Hmm. I've got this ring. Oh, chops people's time arms stone. off. Here. Oh, I'll just give it to him. <laughs> there you go. Here's the time stone. <laughs> That's what he wants, guys. <laughs> He'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, he's the master of bad decisions. And you already alluded yeah. to this. But one day, uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker, came to Doctor Strange and he was like sad because everyone knew his identity. And Doctor Strange is like, well, I know how to fix this. I will erase <laughs> Peter Parker adult. from the entire universe. <laughs> I will erase him from Doesn't existence. Doesn't even stop to think, this is a teenager coming to no. me, a powerful adult with a small problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, all he had to do was, like, give him a pat on the back and say, keep it up, kid. He didn't need to erase him from existence. (laughs) Like, not just his own universe, mind you. But, like, I think he was erasing him from every universe. Yeah. And the next bad decision comes from from this movie, from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, where we find out that other universe strange needed to stop Thanos in the Illuminati world. And he said, hmm, how can I do that? Oh, I know. I'll use the Darkhold and Dreamwalk and cause incursions, which in no way stopped Thanos at all. They just stopped him in a completely different way, using like a completely (laughs) different book. (laughs) Right. He basically did what our Doctor Strange did, which was just sit around thinking about it for a Mm -hmm. long time, not helping. And then he did something really bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Only in this case, it didn't really help Thanos. It just had nothing to do with him. Well, and then we see, in my opinion, the one of the worst examples of him making horrible decisions. We see the like the bad universe Doctor Strange at the very end of this movie, where his problem was, I want Christine to love me. How can I do that? I know I'll use the Darkhold and get an extra eye and Dreamwalk and kill all the Doctor Stranges. I'll kill them all. That will make Christine love me. All the Doctor Stranges me. who didn't they get They didn't Christine. do anything. They had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> oh, and I'll also cause a bunch of incursions, even in my own universe. Why not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, good, good decision there. That's my theory, is that that's just Doctor Strange's defining character trait, is that he sees a problem and finds the worst solution and just fully commits. (laughs) That's his thing. He finds bad solutions. Yep. (laughs) I also do have another theory. I think that this movie was originally going to have nothing to do with the Darkhold, but then Sam Raimi came on and he was like, wait, there's an evil book in (laughs) the Marvel Universe. (laughs) I love evil books. I have to have that in my movie. (laughs) I think he's just fully committed to evil books. Um, (laughs) Sam Raimi loves evil books. (laughs) The evil book was introduced in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. So... Um, right, I don't think this movie was originally going like, to have sh- Wanda. I think he was like, I need that. I need Wanda. <laughs> he watched WandaVision. Yes. He was like, wait, she's got an evil book now. Mm-hmm. I know what to do with her. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it over to you. What do you want to tell us about this movie? I already said my theory that it's all a dream. The popcorn isn't real. 
In order to prove that, I need to prove that Wanda's power is mostly based on controlling minds and manipulating fear. I also need to prove that most of the things she does in this movie are nightmarish, dreamlike, and unrealistic. The last thing I need to prove is why. Why would she do this to Doctor Strange? The Scarlet Witch I've seen in these movies is generally like shooting red lasers from her hands, and that's pretty much her powers. (laughs) So where are you getting that from? (laughs) She seems to have mild telepathic abilities, which is that she can read minds, manipulate brains and fears, and she's telekinetic. She can levitate things. And that's all her red lasers ever do. They just move things around. That's it. Okay, so they blast um, things. It's only like a in this movie blast. do they start, like, disintegrating, disintegrating things. Spaghettifying <laughs> uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, pretty crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go through a few of Wanda's appearances before Multiverse of Madness leading up to Multiverse of Madness. We yeah. first meet her in Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Do you remember... What starts this whole movie? Like the 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 conflict of this whole movie? Okay, it starts with them. In, they're, they're having a battle. Because I didn't. It's uh, <laughs> Black Widow and Hulk. They're in Genosha. And the Hulk is hulking out. And then Black Widow is like, no, the sun's getting real low, big guy. And then they leave. <laughs> yes, and then there's happen. like a bunch of articles about it. Uh, these two kids who were like living in Genosha are also real sad about it. And those kids are Quicksilver and Wanda. Am I way far off? I haven't seen this movie in a long time. I mean, th- there are parts of that that are true. But like, what's the main conflict? Whose there's, name is in this in the title of the movie? <laughs> oh, there's an evil general living in Genosha and they beat him. But Tony Stark is like, this isn't good enough. We need to make a suit of armor for the world. So he makes... Ultron! But do you remember why he he makes that decision? Yeah, he did that because he was so traumatized by the events of Avengers 1, blasting out into space and then going through a portal and then seeing Thanos' army, uh, that he's like, ah, there's an army coming, we gotta gotta protect the Earth. Okay, that's sort of true. But actually what traumatized him and what causes this entire movie is Wanda... Uh-huh. touches his head and makes him afraid ah, at the very beginning. <laughs> you're right. He's afraid. He imagines these things uh, just invading the Earth. And that's what makes him decide to create Ultron. Yeah. Now, you could actually make the argument that perhaps Age of Ultron is all in Tony's head because when Ultron first shows up, he says, I'm sorry, I was asleep. Or was I a dream? Yeah, it's true. He does say that. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe this whole thing is a dream. I don't know. Ultron only makes appearances when Scarlet Witch is apparently making people dream because he shows up in that movie yeah. and he shows up in this movie and uh, yeah. multiverse of madness. <laughs> that might just be her thing. She, just she makes Ultron have dreams. like smiley faces on there, dude. And Ultron became Vision, and Vision is her boyfriend. He's her dream yeah. boyfriend. He's the man of her <laughs> dreams. She did make Ultron. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so good. What, what are the limits of her powers? Now, we learn from this movie that she can create an entire alternate world dream sequence for people just by getting near their head. When you say she this movie, you mean Age them. of Ultron. In Age of Ultron, yeah. Um, so she does this to Thor. She does this to Black Widow. She does this to Captain America during one fight scene. In Thor's dream... It's important to note that the people who are in these nightmare sequences, they don't think that they are dreaming. 
In fact, Thor even says, Mm -hmm. knowing what Wanda's powers are, he says, she didn't get into my head. And then he wanders into Valhalla. And then some interesting things start happening. Very powerful people like Hemdall start disintegrating before Mm -hmm. his very eyes. And that might sound familiar if you've watched Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. Natasha has a nightmare where she is walking by the ballet slash KGB underground facility she lives in. And... She sees a bunch of fellow children who have no mouths. Uh-huh. Their mouths have been, uh-huh. you know, knitted over by skin. Dude, and that what if those children familiar. had like voice powers that could disintegrate anybody? Yeah, well, what do you their think? Their heads would, would just to... explode. Ah, and I know. Just die. No. <laughs> Wanda does have some slight telekinetic abilities. She has red stuff that can like lift things. She stops a runaway train at one point in this movie. <laughs> Spider-Man could do that. Yeah, of course. Spider-Man could do that with webs and like a weird look on his face. Yeah, and then they'd be like, (laughs) careful, he's a hero as they pass him around. (laughs) Whoa. Dude. Speaking of Sam Raimi's greatest works. (laughs) My favorite Sam Raimi story is when uh, you guys were working on... You you told me this story. (laughs) You guys were working on a script for uh, Blumhouse or (laughs) what was his production company? His company is called Ghost Ghost House. House, not Yeah, you guys were working on a script for ghost house just one of those horror movies that they came out with and he was saying something and then apparently it wasn't like that great of an idea and he was like no this is how we're gonna do it this is from the mind that brought you guys spider-man 3 <laughs> and then he just like left the room <laughs> as far as i remember <laughs> that's that's not exactly what happened. Um, <laughs> he was, was from the genius he was, line that gave you What he was Spider-Man doing 3. was he was this pretending be. to be a diva. Uh, he was doing it in a joking manner. And he was talking to the person who was in charge of getting drinks. He, he said, what, are you in charge of getting drinks? All right, look, what I want you to do, this is exactly how he talks. <laughs> look, <laughs> what I want you to do is I want you to go down to the store and I want you to look at all the drinks and I want the one drink that they don't have because <laughs> that's the kind of director I am. <laughs> this is from the genius mind that brought you Spider-Man 3. <laughs> wow. Dude, Sam anyway, he was, such a genius. he was just joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was, clearly. He was facetious. putting himself down. <laughs> Still to this day, there has been no superhero movie dance sequence like that of Spider-Man 3. So (laughs) it's much better without music. It's so good. (laughs) I mean, it's it's just it's great. It's so good. I have to believe that both Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire were fully on board with the in your face awkwardness of that scene. (laughs) They know what they were doing. Moving along with Wanda's story, just a small note from Civil War. When Wanda is turning against Vision, which I forgot even happened, um, this is Captain America Civil War. He says, if you do this, they will never stop fearing you. And she says, I cannot control their fear, only my own. Which I think is a lie. Yeah. Because that's she like her clearly thing. can control people's fear. <laughs> that's her power. Yeah. So I'm not sure what she's going on about there. Um, then WandaVision. We gotta we gotta recap WandaVision. So spoilers if you haven't seen WandaVision. I do think I that it is one of the most interesting things that Disney has put out as a TV series in the Marvel universe. Okay. And it received good reviews. People yeah, liked people WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Really the only series in the Marvel Universe that was popular other than maybe Loki. Yeah, people love Loki. Uh if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. But I am gonna spoil it. So 
WandaVision is about Wanda going to a small town, being very sad because she no, lost no, Vision, she, she lost she her brother. She created the small town, right? No, the small town already exists, but she uses her powers to sort of recreate the small town into a picturesque town from like a, a sitcom. Yeah. And she recreates Vision, and it's all about S.H.I.E.L.D. trying to get into this town to figure out what's happening. Why did S.H.I.E.L.D. care so much about this? They just didn't like Wanda because she actually showed up at S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters and she requested the body of Vision and they wouldn't give it to her. And she was like, oh, fine, okay. I'm going to go make my make, own I'll Vision. I'll make my own Vision. Hookers and Blackjack and Blackjack. And hookers. <laughs> In fact, forget the Vision. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she did that and they were mad. <laughs> They're like, what? Hookers and Blackjack. <laughs> what? We got we to put a stop to this. That's illegal. There's no gambling in that state or prostitution. In WandaVision, we get some backstory on Wanda. You might have thought from Age Voltron that she got her powers from being experimented on by these, whatever they were, Nazis. Yeah, big <laughs> Nazis, yes. That's what I thought. Is that not true? They seem to be like World War II Nazis. Yeah, that's what they are. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing in the modern day, but... But actually, she was always a witch. She just wasn't a very powerful one. But we learn from WandaVision that what made her powerful is that when she was with this terrorist organization, she spent a lot of time in proximity to the Mind Stone. And that's what made her powerful. Would that Mind Stone give her magic powers? No, it would give her mind powers. That's what the Mind Stone does. So the majority of her power is from mind power. Like she already had some like maybe like slight ability to manipulate items telekinetically or maybe manipulate probability. But she got her mind powers from the Mind mind stone. Stone. I can buy that. That makes perfect sense. So she's like gone off her rocker completely nuts like so much so that she's lost her sense of reality and now thinks she's a part of this pleasantville world that she created and she's doing all this so that she can recreate her dead boyfriend vision what about her dead brother quicksilver (laughs) why doesn't she try to recreate him she loved that guy they grew up together they were all each other had well she does recreate quicksilver wait but she does (laughs) It's actually not her. There's another witch living in her town who recreates Quicksilver for her. Um, And that witch doesn't know what Quicksilver looks like. But apparently she watched the X-Men movies and she knows what that Quicksilver looked like. like. (laughs) No, she says that she takes over an existing person whose last name is Boner. (laughs) I forget his first name. What a good joke. Yeah, everyone is so excited to see Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. Mm -hmm. It's the other actor. And this happens like after they've bought Fox, right? People are thinking they're going to do something with that. Uh (laughs) And no, instead, it's just a boner joke. And they just like middle finger to the fans. Ha ha. You thought we're going to do something with that? Nope. (laughs) I do have to correct you. So Wanda is not crazy. She does not believe this world is real. She is in this world knowing it's not real and knowing that she is controlling everyone to be there against their will. Okay. <laughs> but she doesn't mind. She is the I villain mean, then of Sam Raimi, Yeah, Sam Raimi, he, he no, got yeah, her Sa- right. Like, she's Sam a bad Raimi person by now. She's heartless and evil. interpreting <laughs> what he likely saw from WandaVision. She is bad yeah. in that show. She's no, the she's main evil. villain until the end when the other witch shows up. She enslaved an entire city just to make herself feel good. Yeah. Then why do so many fans defend her? She's horrible. She's a she's a slaver. 
She is. I mean, and she sided with Captain America during the Civil War. So, yeah. <laughs> how could she? I mean, some people side. How could you side with Captain America? He's siding with the Winter Soldier. I know. Winter Soldier is a bad guy, regardless uh-huh. of whether or not he like killed Black Panther's dad or something. I don't even remember what. They yeah, say and Iron Man's dad and mom. <laughs> so in WandaVision, she has two children who are part of this fantasy she's created. And at the end, she has to let them go because she realizes, and that's why maybe people believe she's not a villain, because if you've watched this whole show and invested in it, her arc is coming to terms with everything and realizing what she's doing is bad and sacrificing everything she loves to let the people free (laughs) because she puts her boys to bed and then she disappears them from existence herself. No one takes them from her, as she says in Multiverse of Madness. They're not taken from her. She gives them up willingly. (laughs) And that's her arc. And that, I think, is why people are annoyed that when Multiverse of Madness starts and she's like, I will kill everyone to get my boys back that I literally destroyed to save everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I mean, I can see why people would be pissed that they completely reversed her arc. My favorite line from the entire Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, right when it's revealed that Wanda is the bad guy of this movie, she's talking to Doctor Strange and she reveals that she wants her kids back, right? And and Doctor Strange is like, Wanda, those children were a fantasy. You created them using magic. And then she just kind of shrugs and is like, but that's what every mother does. And I thought that was really funny because, I mean, she's kind of right. Like, you know, mothers create children using magic. Also, she was like raised in in like a cult, so she may not know where babies come from. Yeah, she's true. She actually believes that. Well, I mean, Vision doesn't have genitals, so yeah, he can't help her with that. Like, she's like, what other? I mean, how else can I create children? I think they just do the thing where they like pull up the covers over themselves, sitcom style, and then next episode she's like super pregnant and then gets really pregnant throughout that episode and has them all in just a few hours wow (laughs) yeah i mean that makes sense though she learned everything about like human life from watching tv so she's like yeah people have kids in like a couple episodes so in wandavision it's important to note things that go into her bubble of reality uh, Uh are transformed so like uh, they drive a shield truck in and it transforms into an ice cream truck And I think that this is evidence to show that she's not literally changing reality. She's just controlling everyone's mind within this bubble. And people think these things are. Vision never really existed. It's just everyone in her bubble believes he does. And so does she, because she can manipulate minds. But the people aren't necessarily asleep, right? Like, they're not. No, no, it's like waking nightmares. So that brings us to the multiverse of madness. The first thing in this movie is very important. It is Doctor Strange waking up from a crazy nightmare. Dude, and I have to point out, alternate Doctor Strange in that world, he made a very bad decision. He was tasked with the one task, which was, I have to save this girl named America, which is a very <laughs> confusing name. And he's like, how can I save her? Oh, I know. I will I will kill her. <laughs> that, that's how I'll save <laughs> her. I'll do it. kill her. <laughs> Live it up to your one defining feature, <laughs> making bad decisions to solve your problems. I believe that Doctor Strange, when he wakes up here, he doesn't really wake up. He is already at the very beginning of this movie in Wanda's nightmare. Um, It's sort of a waking nightmare. So he might actually be walking around and doing things, but he's already kind of under her spell. 
How do we know that that opening sequence was a dream? Well, when he meets America, he remembers her, which he shouldn't because he shouldn't be looking into other multiverses randomly. And they say in this movie, oh, dreams are just us looking into other multiverses. Yeah, that's BS. That's something that's created by Wanda in this nightmare she's creating. (laughs) Okay, but what about all those times the Doctor Strange dreamed that he was falling and it was actually Evil Strange killing him? In other yeah, universes. well, I mean, Evil Strange is yet another nightmare creation. That's just another evidence that oh. he's a nightmare. <laughs> he's the falling dream. <laughs> what about America? Which, that's the worst name for her. <laughs> Half of this movie, whenever they said, we have to find America, uh, we got to save America, I, I legitimately thought they were talking about Captain America. And I was like, <laughs> why? <laughs> we don't need him. <laughs> now I got to find him. But no, <laughs> what about it? America? Why isn't he in this movie? <laughs> I know, we got to get Captain America. That's what I kept America. asking when I was watching. And I'm like, why isn't Captain America <laughs> Yeah, he's usually here. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> No, what about Miss America here? Is she a figment of his imagination created by Wanda or is she real? Is she some sort of dream hopping person? So we know from WandaVision that Wanda can create fake people who believe they are real, who have real thoughts, real emotions and real like arcs. (laughs) So I think that's what America Chavez is. We know that she's a sort of a fabricated person. Well. Because she says that she's been to lots of multiverses and she's never seen another version of herself. Because well, that proves bother it. creating Wait, one. How does that prove anything? <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> your logic Wanda is flat. Wanda didn't bother making one. <laughs> if Wanda created America, and if all of this is about, oh. I know, I know, <laughs> and all, you just, oh, when I created the world, that's her name. Okay, we're gonna move on. Okay, uh, if Wanda created this woman. And if her true goal is to, I don't know, mess with Doctor Strange, I guess, is what you're saying, Mm -hmm. then why is she so dead set on catching this woman and stealing her uh, universe hopping power? The reason for Wanda doing this is twofold. She wants revenge on Doctor Strange specifically. She hates Doctor Strange. And she wants okay. him to experience his worst nightmare. And we'll get to why, because she, she talks well, about it in a minute. It's because he um, gave Thanos the time stone. I guess he's a dumb loser. <laughs> he made jerk. the worst possible decision right then. <laughs> also, she is in big trouble with S.H.I.E.L.D. for what she did in Westview. And she yeah. knows that. So she talks about this in the scene when he goes to talk to her. He goes to the person that's looking for her to get help to protect her and then tells her exactly where she is. Yeah. He's pretty <laughs> another smart good guy. decision Making from Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, and in this scene, she thinks he's coming after her for Westview. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. You, you, you're cool. You're good. <laughs> in typical yeah, Doctor Strange that. fashion. He's like, you made some bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, I do it all, all the time. <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. specifically is after her, and she needs someone to know that she is a villain so that she can fake her own death. And that very credible person who is a superhero that everyone loves, Doctor Strange, will tell S.H.I.E.L.D. that she's dead and they'll believe him. Except for when Doctor Strange after that is like, just ask Wong. He was there. And Wong's going to be like, what? (laughs) That never happened. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> yeah, well, it was all Doctor well, Strange's dream we'll talk about <laughs> a Wong. Wong 
during the reception for his ex-girlfriend Christine's wedding, he changes her drink, which might be water, but also might be white wine. He changes changes it it to red red. This shows us he's already in the dream because as we'll see throughout this movie, red means dream world or Wanda's power. Uh And when you see the color red, it's telling us that Wanda's the one in control. Now, the colors to watch out in this movie for are, you may have guessed, red, white, and blue. America's colors. Uh, I I, I definitely (laughs) had not guessed that, but it makes sense, I guess. The color code, red being the dream world or Wanda, blue being possibly reality, and then white being that thin veneer of ice between them, the ice that breaks, you know, between life and death, between dreams and reality that took his sister. So do you think that Wanda named her America just to make the whole idea of Doctor Strange saving her like more ingrained into him? She's like, save America. You have to save America. And he's like, I'm always saving America. Of course I will. (laughs) No, I do think that's part of it because Wanda herself is an immigrant and she's sort of been lied to about this American dream that she created in Westview, but it was it was not true. And I Mm -hmm. think she's kind of disillusioned by the American dream. And so she creates America and is like, go save America, Doctor Strange. Of course, you know, her doing this to Doctor Strange is, is like, because he is living the American dream, right? He was a ridiculously successful like surgeon in New York, and now he's yeah broke the, his hands, became a wizard. It's like the American yeah. dream, <laughs> exactly. Go to some other country and become a wizard. <laughs> so, how America proves to him that the thing that he dreamed wasn't a dream is she shows him his own dead body. Right. Well, him from the other universe. But to me, that seems like something that could happen in a nightmare. Ah! (laughs) What's Doctor Strange's worst nightmare? His own dead body. I mean, the weirdest part of this scene to me that feels somewhat dreamlike is that they've got this body laying on the top of this building. And Doctor Strange is like, huh, I guess we better do something about this. Then he uses his magic to deconstruct a concrete part of the roof. (laughs) He removes the concrete bricks and underneath them is just dirt it's dirt <laughs> and he moves the dirt and puts the body in and then fills it in it's like apparently there was like just a plot of burial dirt on top of this yeah. building waiting for him i was which... a little confused about that too <laughs> i don't know why was that there i like i, 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 I do believe i could have understood if the dirt is was like there a, for people to have like plot a plot of grass and tree yeah on that roof so maybe but it was covered in like concrete yeah that <laughs> part shouldn't have dirt under it <laughs> there's yeah. no point <laughs> so i don't anyway. know we also know that scarlet witch can easily trick dr strange into thinking things are real even when they are not because when well, he goes to visit thing. her at the orchard he smells the tree and says it smells real well but so, i thought that was to show his perception that like he knew it wasn't real all along He really didn't, because why did he tell her where America is? (laughs) Well, yeah, fair enough. I think maybe he thought she was just having fun with magic, and he could tell that these were magical trees. So he's like, hey, good job, Wanda. Smells real. (laughs) Yeah. But it turns out that what actually happened was Scarlet Witch apparently found a hellish burned orchard. Yeah, what the crap is up with this place? I don't understand (laughs) what she's doing here or what it is. It's like in a perpetual setting sun that is like a million billion miles closer to the earth than it should be because it like takes up half the horizon and everything's burning. Like, what is this place? 
I mean, definitely, however you interpret it, she has sucked him into some sort of delusion here and yeah. created this place <laughs> in his mind. There's no way that actually <laughs> happened, right? That's some some sort of nightmare going on in his head because uh, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. So she basically tells him everything that's happened is your fault. You gave the time stone to Thanos. Thanos won. Vision is dead because of Thanos. And also, it eventually led to me making up my own town and children that I also had to sacrifice. That's all on Doctor Strange in her mind. She wants to give Doctor Strange that same nightmare that she herself endured. Essentially, just the worst things possible happening to him. His worst fears. That makes sense. And that's basically the rest of this movie is him seeing a world without the Avengers where he was a big failure and a giant moron and was executed by the Avengers. And then another world where he turned evil and destroyed everything. I mean, I can buy it. So we've seen examples where she can get into someone's head and they just walk around in the normal world like Tony Stark doing normal things, but she's still in their head. Uh, or like Thor, where... Initially, she's in his head, but then he wanders into a crazy dream world. I don't believe the Dark Hold book that she got at the end of WandaVision gave her new powers. I think it just increased the powers she already has. I believe that Doctor Strange actually does go to the monastery and that she does get into the heads of everyone there. Yeah. Even though it looks like she's she like, only maybe gets into one guy's head. <laughs> yeah. So you think he actually went to the monastery, like in real life? Yeah. But he brought America there and they hid her. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was close enough that she, that Wanda was following him close enough behind that she was able to affect everyone's minds like she did in Westview. And they are all seeing America. Okay. Or, I feel like, or I feel like this makes more sense if it was all a dream. <laughs> alternate <laughs> interpretation. So I had two prepared. Alternate interpretation. So he goes to this monastery. Now tell me, does this sound like a dream to you? So we were all at this monastery and then like this evil witch showed up floating in the sky and then there was like a minotaur, but he was like a green minotaur and he was like a totally nice minotaur. He was on our side. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay. and then we fought the witch and then she went through a mirror. Then she came out of some water. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, at any point in this, does Valkyrie point to like a wall of trees and say this means danger because if yeah, so I, I mean, basically i mean Wong yeah. points to no, that, that uh, sounds... wanda and says this means danger <laughs> that sounds yeah that sounds pretty much like a bad dream i can get down with this i hope this is a dream because if not i guess we've already established how powerful wanda is apparently if this is real yeah but like they do a pitiful job trying to fight off one single you know which like come on guys yeah. this is literally their job to be fairly powerful yeah. well <laughs> and of everyone happen? in the marvel universe that is equipped to fight a magic user right like uh, you know they maybe they're not so good at fighting you know people with random powers or mutants or whatever but they should know how to fight a witch that's their thing these are wizards they know magic <laughs> sometimes she is a mutant dr strange does his thing where he puts wanda into like a crazy Doctor Strange kaleidoscope world. It's not that crazy, and it doesn't really stop her very at all. Nope. <laughs> this gives her the ability to use reflections. <laughs> she goes yeah, through glass, and now she can come her. out of water. She's never been able to do any of this before. No. Like, not even in WandaVision could she do anything no, crazy like nothing this. nothing like this. She's never had weird mirror No, you powers. can just explain it away. You can say it's the Darkhold, dark right? Hold. The Darkhold yeah. gave her this power. Yeah, yeah, you can just say Darkhold, but 
I don't think the Darkhold is giving her any extra powers. I think it's just making her mind control powers that much more. This movie itself actually shows that she can use special powers from the Darkhold that she doesn't possess herself, but she needs the Darkhold to be able to do that. Because in this very next scene, she's trying to do a special Darkhold spell, and they burn up the Darkhold. And then she doesn't mm-hmm. have it, and she can't do the spell. And she's like, ah, <laughs> what are you doing? You gotta take me the new, the, the other Darkhold, that apparently there's another Darkhold. Even though she doesn't have the Darkhold anymore. She still seems to be able to do pretty crazy stuff, and she can well, like yeah. beat Wong, who's <laughs> fairly powerful. He's the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like she shouldn't be able to beat Wong without the Darkhold, unless she's in his head, <laughs> you know. And the only reason she's powerful is because she's tricking him into thinking she is. Uh, she goes through glass. Hey, what does going through the Looking Glass mean? Why Whoa, that means dude, going into a dream world? Mind control. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> this time. Going through the looking glass means going into the dream world. You could say the same thing about every time America takes them to another uh, universe. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like they break through the glass. Which is another hint that America is a dream person, taking them to dream Uh worlds. Here she explains a little more about her motivation. She says every night she dreams of her children, and every morning she wakes up to the same nightmare of being alone. For her, every day is a living nightmare, and that's why she wants to do this to Doctor Strange, because it's his fault that she has to live this way. Okay. One piece of evidence around this point that I saw that Doctor Strange is dreaming, or at least not like fully in control of his faculties, or this could just be another example of him seeing a problem and making the worst possible decision with horrible consequences. But uh, (laughs) his friend America robs a salesman, (laughs) grabs some food, and then the salesman is like, "Uh, hey, you got to pay for that. And also, by the way, he's played by uh, Bruce Campbell, who is Ash from The Evil Dead. But Doctor Strange is like, oh, so she took food and didn't pay for it. I guess I'll solve this by cursing his hand to attack him for three weeks straight. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, Doctor it, it does Strange, seem to be both of his hands sometimes. Problem. <laughs> but e- either way, uh, that's a really mean thing to do to this poor street vendor. But like, uh, it's, it's not a great nice. reference to Evil Dead too. So well, he's <laughs> got an evil hand. He just chainsawed it off. Yeah. When I first heard of the Multiverse of Madness, I, like many people, thought that this movie was going to be about going through lots of different multiverses. Yeah, everyone thought (laughs) that. But that that only happens in a very short sequence where America takes them through, like, ten different weird, like, paint universe. Yeah, no, this movie should have actually been called Doctor Strange and One Single Alternate Universe Plus a Building. (laughs) (laughs) Because those are the only two things he goes to. Random haunted (laughs) house. (laughs) Yes. In this universe, to me, the main distinguishing feature is that they call the Avengers the Illuminati, which is a silly name for the Avengers. But That's weird, but I think it kind of figures into the whole through the looking glass thing. But they're not <laughs> a Illuminati secret society. Everyone knows control. about them. They're the Avengers right. of this universe. Why are they no, calling but themselves I'm the Illuminati? <laughs> Wanda called them that because she knows that she's causing Doctor Strange to dissociate and go into a dream world. Oh, so you're back on monarch mind control. Okay. <laughs> I thought so we were saying that the looking glass means the dreaming, Illuminati not are. mind control. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. <laughs> The kind of uh, de facto face of the Illuminati in this universe is the Sorcerer Supreme, a man named Mordo, 
who Doctor Strange knows very well, and he hates Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange hates him, and they're about to fight. Uh, because, of course, we've seen them fight before. But wait. No, we haven't. I've never seen <laughs> I, them fight before. Oh, my gosh. Who is this so, guy? So, what the crap okay. is going on? Why are they <laughs> acting like we know who this is? I have no oh idea gosh, who this guy is. So, yeah, Mordo shows up. I have no memory of him. Like, literally nothing. Nothing no, in my mind. I who don't is know this who guy? he is. Yeah, it's like, like in, he... in Metroid when that guy takes off his mask and is like, remember me? Remember and me? smiles and you're like, no, <laughs> no, I don't remember you. Who are you? <laughs> so I went back just because he acts like Mordo. Oh, I know Mordo. You hated me. You wanted to be Sorcerer Supreme. You betrayed me. Like he acts yeah, like this is a bad he guy. He keeps like dropping pieces of their backstory as if we know it because he won't explain it himself. <laughs> I watched the first Doctor Strange again and looked for Mordo. Is he in it? He's in the whole thing. He's in what? a lot of it. I just had no memory of him. Like, what? the dude is actually there a lot. He doesn't ever betray uh, Doctor Strange, though. He's not a bad guy. He's literally just Wong. Like, Doctor Strange has what? two sidekicks in that movie, and it's Wong and Mordo. And they oh. both fight Mads Mikkelsen Mads together. Mikkelsen, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, along with Doctor Strange. Like, those three face okay. off against Mads Mikkelsen at the end. And then at the end, um, uh, what's his name? Mordo? Mordo. I already forgot his name. <laughs> Mordo says to Doctor Strange that, like, the way he defeats Dormammu is, like, bad, I guess. I, I don't okay. really understand why. But he's like, you should not. You messed with the natural laws, and we should never do that. And I'm leaving. I'm not going to be part of this monastery anymore. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, so and, he didn't and, try to usurp Doctor Strange in any way whatsoever. No, and he didn't no, want to no. be Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> That's weird. I mean, he might have wanted it. <laughs> well, he never made it clear to us if he wanted it. <laughs> like, that's so strange. I didn't remember him existing. So wait, you're saying that maybe that guy didn't want to be Sorcerer Supreme, but Doctor Strange thought he did. And Wanda, of course, yeah. is making his fears come true. So <laughs> yeah. he's like, ah, it's that big rival that hated me. He hated guy me who so left much. Because he just thought I did things wrong. He probably yeah, wished he was he the leader. He probably was jealous. He just wanted to be Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> okay, I, I guess she couldn't make Wong Sorcerer Supreme because that already happened. <laughs> That's mm. not his worst nightmare anymore. You had a good point when you said that it should have been Mads Mikkelsen, and that would have been yeah! awesome because I would have, would have loved to see him I would again. Love to see him come Although, back. He was a great character and a great actor, and he didn't get. I was about to say time. I wouldn't have loved to see him get killed by Wanda, but hey, wait a minute, Mordo survives. He does yeah, not get hello. killed by That's Wanda. True. He doesn't. He just. <laughs> He's the he, only one. He. Well, the weirdest thing is Mordo survives because he just sits down in a ditch. A ditch that Doctor Strange easily got out of with no magic powers, powers whatsoever. <laughs> he just jumped out. And then Mordo's like, oh, I'm going to yeah, stay Jackie here and Jackie Chan his way out of that thing. Yeah. Yep, and Mordo's like, weird. oh, dang. I guess he <laughs> whoa, beat me. Whoa. I'll stay here. Because he just doesn't like me. <laughs> <laughs> this new world that he goes to has these places that you can walk where you can accidentally stand on these pads on the ground that take you down memory lane and show to everyone yeah, around you in this public space your, privacy. your deepest, darkest memories. Mostly mm -hmm. sad moments where you lost your parents yep. and or girlfriend. Like most people are going around thinking, what if I could relive the worst moments of my life? <laughs> what if in I could like see everyone. it right before my eyes? <laughs> So uh, to me, that says this is a dream. This is 
Wanda being like, hey, what if I could make him relive some of the worst moments of his life? Like when, you know, Christine broke up with him. I, I kind of took it as like he got a little distracted and kind of started dreaming something else. And she's <laughs> yeah, like, no, possible. no, back to my dream. That's just like a weird memory machine. Look, see, America's using it, too. See, now get back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the Illuminati universe, they really try hard to paint a picture that Doctor Strange is the biggest threat to the multiverse. And they say this because their Doctor Strange used the Darkhold to dreamwalk and caused an incursion. They define an incursion as two universes colliding, which results in the death of both universes. America is actually the biggest threat to the multiverse because... Doctor Strange apparently caused all this by dreamwalking, which is when when you just enter a yeah, different universe you just by go into by, a different like a person who's supposed yeah, to be there, someone else's body. <laughs> America actually travels from universe to universe and brings random like things and people with her. Yeah, like no. if anything would be causing incursions, it's her. She'd be causing them everywhere. Like she's cracking the barrier yeah. between universes. Dreamwalking and incursions make absolutely zero sense. Can you explain to me? Because I just don't know. Why does dreamwalking cause incursions? I don't know. Okay. It's, it's a yeah, dark just, magic witchcraft. That, it it shouldn't be something. some sort of like like temporal, spatial, collapse universe thing. It's magic. <laughs> I think she picked the name dreamwalking because this is just how she gets into his dream. She just yeah, walks in. That's what she had on her mind at the time. She's like, uh, yeah, dreamwalking. Dreamwalking. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Why do they call them incursions? Like two universes colliding. I would call it like a collision or like a temporal rip or something. They call it incursion, which means like an invasion or like an attack. Mm. I don't really understand how that fits the concept of two universes smashing into each other. Um, but I think it sounds more like what Wanda is doing, Wanda kind of making an mind. incursion into his brain. In this universe, Doctor Strange mentions several times, you go on red in this universe. And I think that's a hint that this is a dream because oh. the color red means Wanda's power. So this universe okay. we know is a Wanda universe because you go on red. Well, right. He's talking about when you cross the street or yeah, when you sorry, go the crosswalk. You know, in your car. So Mordo says, it's not Wanda who threatens our reality. It's the two of you. I think this is because... Wanda is the one who created their reality. They only oh. exist because of her. Yeah, they're in his head. They're like, we can't let you wake up. We'll die if you wake up. Oh, this is good. Oh, that's why yeah. they trap him. They're trying to keep him trapped in his own dream. Doctor Strange, if he wakes up, then reality ceases to exist. No, just America like threatens it too, because she moves him between dreams. If she lets yeah. him out of this dream, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> like, I, I, This is good. I like this. They should have made a movie about that, like a world that's just a dream world that knows it's a dream world and is desperately trying to stop the dreamer from waking up. Yeah. It's like uh, it's Link's, cool. Link's Awakening. As Mordo betrays them with drugged tea, he says another line that must be fed to him from Wanda to punish Doctor Strange because he says, I'm only acting as you would. And this is Wanda reminding Doctor Strange that he betrayed his friends. Okay. I, I just got to give a round of applause to uh, Wanda possessing Illuminati Wanda because um, I think it was a really nice callback to uh, other Sam Raimi films. such as That's what Drag I was Me just to about to say. That's my next <laughs> yeah. note. It's no, great it's really that good. Sam has this scene. theme of moms becoming evil or possessed. <laughs> yeah. 
I have to say that uh, <laughs> Xavier, Charles Xavier, Professor X, floating out in his green suit with a golden hovering wheelchair <laughs> yeah. and it was plays. the greatest da, 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 thing da, 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 that has as he ever out. happened. <laughs> greatest <laughs> thing that has ever happened in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Absolutely oh, the best part of this entire movie. <laughs> and the worst part of this entire movie because yeah, of yeah. what's going to happen to him. <laughs> but yeah. man, when that happened, I like I practically jumped out of my chair in the theater and was like almost yelling. I was like, it's, it's a Professor X yeah. from, from the yeah, X-Men yeah. TV yeah. show. You guys see that? <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so good. Uh, and they even got Patrick Stewart, who is the Professor X. Um, of course. I mean, he doesn't yeah. quite say... Uh, with my mind. Yeah, he doesn't well. have the voice. <laughs> Lelandra. <laughs> Lelandra. <laughs> As part of this nightmare that she's made for Doctor Strange, he has Christine be the one who is imprisoning him and torturing him, his ex-girlfriend. You uh-huh. know, like, what other reason is there for her to be there? What are the odds? Yeah, she wouldn't you know, be that's, here. She, she doesn't work, work the for the Avengers in, no, in the No, she has universe. nothing to do with them. She's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, she's a surgeon. <laughs> oh, by the way, we know this Christine is created in the dream world because this Christine has bright red hair. Yeah, red, the color of it's dream weird. things. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's telling us something, that she's not real. She's, a, she's, she's made by Wanda's power. Uh, I love how these Avengers slash Illuminati just have random Ultrons as their guards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's good. Wanda though, because... just was like, yeah, I, I remember those Ultron things. That's what the Avengers like to use. They made those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense because if, if Ultron had worked right, that's what he'd be doing. Just guarding <laughs> random things in the world. Back to Wanda. I think that she may have pulled actual real Wong into the dream with her. Possibly. Okay. Yeah. Either that, or, because why else would she be doing stuff with Wong? Because, <laughs> like, yeah. she doesn't, <laughs> you know. So she needs another Darkhold book. And turns out there's like a cave that has all the spells. Yeah, there in is it. another Darkhold. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I thought it, she had a whole even TV more show coincidentally. About it's called the Wanda Core. <laughs> it's her name. The Wanda <laughs> 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 That's the name of the cave. It's like, you have a disease called the Homer Simpson syndrome. <laughs> oh, why me? <laughs> why is she even bothering with all this? Doctor Strange isn't here. He can't see this. Right. Well, it's to trick Wong, you know, because he's also her alibi for faking her own death. So. Oh, okay. This is when she shows up and she kills all Everyone. the Avengers, which yeah. is... I mean, if that's not so, like Doctor Strange's worst yeah, nightmare is... come to life, what is? <laughs> you know? Well, it's also like Wanda wish fulfillment, right? Like she's yeah. she's always wanted to do this ever since <laughs> Age of Ultron when she fought the Avengers and they like yeah. beat <laughs> Since when can uh, Scarlet Witch like spaghettify Mr. Fantastic with like a flick of her finger? Yeah. Or yeah. Like I, <laughs> I don't mean, even like I, Mr. I, Fantastic. I, Some people like the Fantastic Four. I don't personally understand it. I just feel like he's with Listen the Listen here, you little cupcake. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh. That's his, that's Mr. Fantastic's catchphrase. phrase. That's his best quote. That's what he says to his wife <laughs> whenever she uh, doesn't agree with him. <laughs> but, but like, no matter what, I'm not saying Mr. Fantastic would win against the Scarlet Witch. I'm no, just talking in general for him here. to die like, so but yeah, he wouldn't so die good, uh, instantly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, his thing is that he's like 
he doesn't really die. Smart. He's made of rubber. Oh yeah, that <laughs> like, too. You can't but he's really also hurt really him. Smart. The only one of these deaths that I can fully get behind is her killing Agent Carter, who is Captain America in this universe. Uh, having just watched several of these movies, I've seen Captain America throw his shield at just like random grunts in that yeah. same way, and they don't get chopped in half. They just no. fall down. <laughs> no, it's never this bloody. <laughs> um, so, the one that fans really get up in arms about is her beating Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel? Well, just the way she beats her by falling debris. There's one yeah. thing we know about Marvel superheroes. They are unaffected by falling yep. debris. <laughs> well, especially Captain Marvel, who literally her her signature move is like she flying through face spaceships. first through like six spaceships. Yeah, just like straight through them. Just the fact that, yeah, she could kill Captain Marvel with debris she can yeah. disintegrate mr fantastic in an instant which yeah it was like thanos <laughs> had to collect finger. like five infinity stones or however many it was <laughs> before yeah. he could disintegrate people by snapping his fingers but all that pales in comparison yep. to charles xavier what she does to xavier oh my gosh this ruined the movie for me while I was watching it. Oh, gosh. I mean, no, this is the best proof of your theory because yeah. it would have to be a dream. The biggest evidence this is a dream. Charles Xavier to get murdered inside of someone's yeah. brain. Not just someone's brain, the brain of an extremely powerful superhero who wants to help him. He enters the brain of the Scarlet Witch from this universe and she yeah. wants to get rid of this other Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So... He should be ultra powerful right now yeah. because he so, takes on the... <laughs> if you <laughs> oh don't know gosh. anything about Professor Xavier, yes, he's a, an old man in a wheelchair, but when he goes into someone's mind, he enters he's a strange immortal. mind he's realm. Invincible. <laughs> and he is ridiculously super powered. He's invincible. Yes. He can be like he's 10 more powerful than the most powerful superhero when he's in someone's brain. Especially if that person wants him there and is supporting him. <laughs> then he gets even <laughs> more powerful. And no. He doesn't even fight back. <laughs> well, right. It's not like he doesn't know that evil Wanda is coming. He knows, he sees he knows her. exactly what threat he's facing. He's like, I could pull you out of the rubble. He could just pick up the rubble. He's I in know, someone's mind. He can levitate he's it. He's Charles just freaking Xavier and he's in a brain. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. He could just blink and the rubble would disappear. Like for him here, it would actually make sense yeah, to disintegrate whatever here. he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just so pumped for an actual good fight. And you know what? I would have been okay with it if Wanda won, because I understand that needs to happen in this movie, right? I just wanted a good fight. I just wanted them to show off Xavier in someone's brain, which we've never seen in live action Marvel movies. You're like, this is why she destroyed them so easily, because they were building up to the Xavier. That's yes. why they introduced Xavier. <laughs> I know. Like, is the world's greatest cameo followed by the world's most unbelievable letdown? Because he doesn't do anything. He just walks forward and dies. I mean, if she killed him like a chump outside of someone's mind, sure. He's just yeah, a sure. crippled He's just man. An old man. <laughs> but no, they had him in the mind and they didn't show off his, you know, godlike powers. I just wanted to see a good fight. They, they run and they take Christine with them to another universe. So Wanda uh, America gets, gets America. captured. And then he goes to the bad universe. This is where Doctor Strange destroyed everything. There's a haunted house and an evil Doctor Strange. Whoa, it's scary. We get a little backstory, which I actually think this scene is done well, that he's uh -huh. saying yeah, his backstory I, I for a reason. Part. 
He says he had a sister who died while they were playing on the ice, and she fell through the ice, and he couldn't save her. To me, this shows why America is here, because his deepest fears are born from his subconscious, and we know that he fears not being able to save his sister who fell through the ice. What happens when America Chavez goes through dimensions? The she background behind her like, turns into ice, like ice, and she goes through it. <laughs> yeah. She is a girl falling through ice that he couldn't save. And but I think that this it. is actually intentional in, in no matter your interpretation. Yeah, definitely. Um, 100%. Uh, Absolutely. Um, but like it definitely fits well into this is his worst fear manifested from his subconscious, is that mm. she was just captured by Wanda, and uh, now he's revealing his backstory is that his sister fell through the ice and he couldn't save her. Like, her portals could look like anything. They could be swirling miasmas. No, they look like breaking ice. Well, they look like stars, but... <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, she she punches and the stars I have, know. like, cracks around them. I get it. I think that's fun. I also got to point out that, man, the third eyes sure look terrible in this movie. <laughs> they really look awful. Yeah. Oh, man, they're so um, bad. It's like, the worst CGI ever. Like, they could have just taped a painted marble to his forehead, and it would have looked better and cost infinitely I less. <laughs> I do have my own theory that the Darkhold is actually trying to get Doctor Strange. It's not trying to get Wanda. I don't think you noticed this, and I definitely didn't notice this my first time watching the movie, but it's definitely intentional. Every time somebody is under the influence of the Darkhold, they seek out Doctor Strange, and then they ask him a specific question. Are you happy, Stephen? Even at the very end of the movie, after Doctor Strange finally uses the Darkhold, the very end, last scene in the movie, he turns to Wong. Because Wong is like, hey, how do you feel after using the Darkhold? Doctor Strange says to him, I'm fine, but I do want to ask you something. Are you happy? And then Wong gets really worried and he says, um, uh, that's an interesting question. So now it's trying to get the Sorcerer Supreme. It's it is. I think now. it is. <laughs> um, I think it wants both of them. Maybe it didn't realize Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme because it was from a different universe. Right. It thought it was still strange. <laughs> But Wanda asked him this specifically when he sought her out in the evil red world, um, the fake orchard. She, she says yeah. to him, are you happy? Are you really happy, Stephen? And then right here where he meets the dark hold corrupted Doctor Strange, he asks him specifically, he says, are you happy, Stephen? It's preying on his desire for happiness. And it's like, I can offer you yeah. happiness. I can, I can make you powerful. I can make you anything you want. And I just thought that was a cool theme where everyone under the influence of the Darkhold always asks Doctor Strange if he's happy. That is interesting. When good Doctor Strange meets bad Doctor Strange, why do they have a music fight? <laughs> yeah. This has made no sense to me ever <laughs> since I watched this movie the first time and I've never figured it out. They start fighting. You expect it to be like the craziest magic fight we've ever seen. We expect it to be something that in Doctor Strange 1, when the original yeah, when Sorcerer Supreme Swinton. first opens his mind and he goes through the world's craziest kaleidoscope. Mm -hmm. We're expecting that times 100, like with upside down cities and crazy clockwork backgrounds and things like that. No, it's musical notes. They have a music fight. Why? <laughs> yeah, Do you know why? Fight. I don't know why. I have no idea. <laughs> it's like if... Spider-Man's swinging around and then he sees a bad guy and the bad guy's running away. So he's like, oh, I have to stop him. 
So he points his web shooter at the bad guy and like a jet of flames erupts from his arm and he burns the bad guy to cinders and then he's like got him (laughs) it's like if he just has randomly has uh, flamethrower arms just for that one scene and never uses them ever again and then goes back to web slinging (laughs) that's what it's like i mean it just doesn't make sense why why all the music fighting yeah i mean you know sam raimi so maybe you know I think Sam is talking about himself during this sequence where we already talked about a little bit where he says, are you happy? The other guys like Christine asked that. Of course, I'm happy. I'm the sorcerer with the power of the gods. Why wouldn't I be happy? And then I came back to this damn haunted house. You, you should know that Sam Raimi's production company is called Ghost, Ghost house. house. And I think he's the director. Whoa. He's like, why, why shouldn't I be happy? I'm a director with the power of the gods. I make, you know, Spider-Man movies and horror movies. And why shouldn't I be happy? But I always come back to this haunted house. So the musical fight, I don't have a good explanation for it. But I just noticed every time the good Doctor Strange sends music. It plays some sort of heroic symphony. Yeah. Every time evil Doctor Strange sends music, it plays like... Like generic haunted house mansion music. But that makes sense. Good, <laughs> good guy music sounds good. Bad guy music sounds scary, right? Like, But I think this is an internal struggle with Sam Raimi himself. Uh, He's like, am I the guy who does superhero movies, these heroic things? Or am I the guy that does the horror movies I right well, like i made sense. that's why uh, evil dead Kong but i also he also made spider-man you know, got my huge success from spider-man yeah i guess we know which one wins in the end the one that makes more money yeah <laughs> the hero doctor strange <laughs> all right well there you go money, so money, money. that's that's my theory why is it music i don't know <laughs> i personally think that maybe some executive sent him a note that said remember when Strange meets Strange, we have an epic magic fight, but it got autocorrected to music. And I think Sam Raimi <laughs> thought that was so hilarious that he's like, all right, you want a music fight? You get a music fight. That's, a good <laughs> That's the only explanation I can think of it. You know, you said that an executive sent him a note. Uh, what is this fight? A, a single note. note from a harp? <laughs> yeah, why was that harp's note so much more powerful than all the other notes? I, it, I it, harp know. notes don't, like, explode when you hear them. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, notes don't do any of the things they're doing with them, so... I also felt like if they were going to do a music fight, they shouldn't have, like, half-assed it, right? Like, Yeah, it should have been a rap battle. Wow, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> So one thing I always loved about this movie is when he takes over his dead body wow. and then he takes over a bunch of evil spirits and just is it's like so ult- supremely powerful. He's so much it's more so powerful good. with the dark hold than but she ever was. What would have made it better is if they had somehow set up these evil spirits sooner. Yeah. Because <laughs> they really come out of nowhere. Like, it's fun when Dr. you bring Strange, back something earlier in the movie the rules, to save the and day. we're here to haunt you. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's strange. Uh, I think that the reason they come out of nowhere is because at this point, Wanda has gone full nightmare mode and she's just like pulling stuff out. Like, what's scary? Make it scarier. I know, ghosts. <laughs> They're going to get you and you're a zombie. Okay. <laughs> I love that Sam Raimi found a way to work Deadites into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because he, I mean, Doctor Strange doesn't just become like a zombie or an animated body. He definitely becomes a Deadite. Like, there's a clear way that Sam Raimi's Deadites look with their prosthetics and makeup. And that is how he looks. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely a Deadite. Yeah, that is great. 
he gets attacked by these demons, these souls, and they somehow get out and they also attack Christine. They grab him in the haunted house world, even though he's also in like the snowy mountain world. And then the damned souls pull him underwater, black water. Christine shouts, Stephen, and grabs his hand. Then it shows a shot of his face. And on his face, for just half a second, they flash blue light. And then it goes away. Blue kind of represents reality. For a moment, he's in in the stage where maybe he might wake up just a little bit. And I think that's because the, the nightmare has gotten so scary because this is his worst nightmare. This is how his sister died. Oh, she went right. under the water. He's being pulled underwater so like by these damned souls. It and he almost woke up. <laughs> like. Yeah. Christine is looking at Stephen while he's here and his body is shivering. In his mind, he's being pulled underwater, but his body is shivering. He's in the and Himalayas. she touches it and goes, ow, <laughs> as though it's really cold. That's how his sister died. She was pulled underwater and then died of cold. He's dying exactly how his sister did. This is his worst nightmare come to life. It's funny that we now find out that Illuminati Wanda went home after murdering all of the Avengers. <laughs> Just kind of went home. And <laughs> I kept expecting Illuminati Wanda to like get mad and be like, "You're not gonna take my kids from me," and she never does. And I was like, "Oh man," because right. like she's still the Scarlet well, Witch. Because she's not she, real. Yeah, because okay. it's all a dream. That's <laughs> it's at this point that Wanda has a change of heart and she kind of sides with Doctor Strange, which I don't really get. If your theory is what's happening. This is the part where she needs to fake her own death. Oh, right. I forgot she needed to do <laughs> so, that because S.H.I.E.L.D. is hunting her down. Yes. Because <laughs> she knows there are lots of other superheroes. She's not as powerful as she would right. like she's everyone to believe She's only got dream powers and little, like, you know, red <laughs> yeah. bolts. So. And she just did, you know, this crazy thing in Westview. Someone's going to come after her. And that's why she pretends to have a change of heart. She pulls the whole cave down on herself. And she does it in front of... Doctor Strange and possibly Wong, who is also dreaming at this point, yeah. so that she has two witnesses who know, oh, yeah, she's dead. That, that, that's why she has her change of heart. No objections from me. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> now, Doctor Strange goes out of his zombie body, goes back to the haunted house universe. He, he's like kissing Christine. Christine asks him what his universe is like, and he says, my universe is very beautiful, mm-hmm. which is not true at all. Her universe is just like his universe, but everything is covered in flowers. <laughs> it's, it's his universe, but way more beautiful. If he took her to his New York, she'd be like, this is gross, disgusting. Where are all the flowers? Mm, but no, maybe she would like it because she'd be like, ooh, this is so different. It's so weird. It's oh, exotic. I, those flowers aren't supposed to be growing there. <laughs> like weeds. Yeah. Like, hey, like, we got to get rid of those all these flowers. flowers. <laughs> it's so dingy. If only there was more concrete. He says that Wanda has destroyed the Darkhold in all universes. Yeah. To me, that is a big evidence for this all being a dream because Wanda doesn't have the ability to destroy things in other universes unless she's dreamwalking, according to, you know, this this fantasy. That's the whole point of the movie was that she needed America Chavez to go to other universes and do things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe she... Although she could have just dreamwalked dream-walked into but... every universe all at once. That doesn't make any sense to me. She couldn't do that. That's just part of the dream. Stephen leaves America at the monastery and goes back to New York. 
I think that this is probably where Wanda stops making America in their minds. This point is good evidence because I guarantee we will never see America Chavez again. Oh, really? <laughs> so, I thought they were kind of setting I, I don't up think she's to be like back. part of phase five or six or whatever. Oh, I'm sure they were. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're ever going to see her again. Yeah. Does Doctor Strange wake up? Well, there's like a whole motif in this movie of like, open your eye. I think that he is still in the nightmare world. At the end, we know this because he is wearing a red shirt. Up until this point, he was wearing his own clothes. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but he, he changed. changed into dream clothes <laughs> that were made by Wanda. Before that, he was wearing blue. Well, and, and then what happens? Does anything weird happen or is it just like a normal day for him? Well, and then we get the scene at the very end of every nightmare, like at the end of Nightmare on Elm Street, where they've beaten Freddy and, uh-oh, they're still in a dream. He opens his third eye and screams and he's like, ah, third eye, mm -hmm. ah, scary. So he's still in some kind of nightmare. So he's walking him down the street. He's looking like super happy. And then he like starts to get a headache and he doubles over and then he like looks up towards the sky and screams and his third eye opens. Presumably this happened because he's been using the dark hold. But wait, he's crossing the street. And if you look very closely at uh -oh. the sign, he is actually crossing on red. Um, uh -oh. it is the, the man is not lit up. The red hand is fully lit up. It's not blinking. Uh -oh. He should not be crossing right now. And this is uh -oh. also uh, underlined because as he is sitting there screaming, a car drives up to him at speed and stops just short of hitting him. I think it's showing that he's fully embraced the go on red attitude. He's stuck in a dream. This movie is called The Multiverse of Madness. Do you feel like we went through a bunch of multiverses in this movie? In one scene. <laughs> like yeah. 10 seconds. Later. I think that the key word in this title is madness. madness. That's what this movie is about. This is Doctor Strange going mad because he's being affected by the Scarlet Witch. This whole thing is just a fever dream. I can get behind that. It makes sense. Honestly, it makes just as much sense as the movie, you know, normally. So <laughs> why not? Normal movie. This movie is polarizing enough that I can say if anybody didn't like this movie, maybe they could go back and watch it. And, you know, with this theory yeah. in mind, they might actually like it. I it think might it's be a more completely fun. different movie. Well, and the best part about this is that it buffers the deaths of all those characters that you might have loved because they don't actually die. This is a dream they didn't, she didn't kill yeah, Xavier. It's just a nightmare. And it also makes her much, much less evil because she's not evil. She's just giving Doctor Strange a nightmare and he deserves it. It helps if you watched WandaVision and liked Wanda in WandaVision, as many people did. Yeah, it um, helps to preserve which, her character. Again, just mind boggling that they would let Sam Raimi do this to Wanda when after WandaVision, she was like their most popular character. That yeah. was the best thing they had going for them. She was like the only one left of like, you know, the original superheroes. Like, it's so weird. Disney wanted to go in the powerful women superhero direction, which I think is great. They made the Marvels where they're like, yeah, we have three strong women superheroes. You already had three strong yeah. women superheroes that people actually liked. Yeah. And you killed them all. All of them. You killed Gamora. Uh -huh. you, you killed, killed Gamora. You killed Black, Black Widow. Widow and, and you, you killed, killed Wanda. Wanda. <laughs> no, it's completely true. And everyone Why? loved those three characters. Uh, I think that about wraps us up. So uh, yeah. remember to like, subscribe, uh, leave a review if you're able to do that. 
you know, we also have a Patreon. So if you enjoy what we do and want, want us to keep doing it, uh, feel free to show your support on our Patreon. Music for this episode was provided by Christine. And remember, the, the popcorn, popcorn isn't, isn't real. real.